Welcome to the Plan Vision Podcast, where we share simple, straightforward investment and planning ideas for normal people. The description in this podcast is for informational purposes only. Do not construe this as personal tax, financial, or legal advice for your situation. Hello, it's Mark Sorrell with the Plan Vision Podcast. I'm going to discuss or talk about the recent passing of my father. This might be a longer, well, it will be a longer podcast than most, but maybe some of you have felt some of these similar feelings when this happened in your family. My dad's health had been declining quite a bit for the last two years. Quality of life was very low. I went back in early January to see him, hoping to connect. I I don't think dad was aware that I was there, though I was definitely glad that I went. I got to see where he was at in the a place where he was receiving care and got a, had a great chance to talk with my sisters about how things had gone for him and how their lives had been impacted by this and make plans for the future. So it's hard to see him in this condition. But when I was there, I did, and I was sitting with my dad, I did develop a sense of pride in him that after all these years, at this time, looking at him in his condition, I was just proud that he was my father. He had done a lot to raise a decent family, and that's incredibly important, and I'm fortunate in that way. So as I had been thinking about how my dad was doing and what was to come, I was not planning on speaking at the inevitable ceremony we would have for dad. Not that I didn't want to speak for him, but just the energy involved in that. But when I went there in early January, I felt very different about this. I had a resolve. I wanted to to share my feelings about even if they were really brief about how I was thinking about it. And so dad, and, you know, he passed a few weeks later and I went back again and I told my sister that I wanted to say a few words. That was it, just a couple of minutes. And so, but I, I, I think she let us know on a Saturday. And so the service was going to be on Friday, the following Friday. And I didn't realize this was a eulogy. So I didn't really write anything out. Uh, I was going to actually write some notes out on the plane trip out there. And I did, but my sister said to me, well, the church would like to see what you've written out. And I go, oh God, I don't have anything. So, and my handwriting is pretty miserable. But anyways, I did write something out in the Raleigh airport as I was waiting and I worked on it. I cried a little bit there. I'm sitting there by myself in the airport as I wrote it out. And, uh, and then in the, with the layover in the Dallas airport, took some snapshots and sent it over to the person at the church that was coordinating the event. And he was a delightful man. And um, we had a chance to talk before the ceremony the next day. And we did have a nice ceremony for dad and had a chance to go out to a favorite lunch spot of his the next day. But I'm going to read what I wrote, what I said. Our family would like to thank Sharon, Joe, and the staff at St. Anthony's family home. Family home. They provided care for dad in the last few weeks when he was most vulnerable I visited in early January, a few weeks ago, and I was glad to be with dad before his passing, though it was difficult to see him in the condition that he was in. But in the little time I was with him, it was nice to think of the job he had done in raising the family that I'm a part of. I'm proud that he's my father, and he did a perfectly fine job in this role. Dad's been a member of the St. Charles Church community for more than 50 years, and he's been in the same home this whole time as well. He and mom have a family that continues to grow and has always been welcome in this house. Now, I moved out in 1983 after high school, and I have my own family, and we will live away, but I still think of their house as home. I think of dad as being consistent, reliable, loyal, and he was active and hardworking. It always seemed to me like dad was doing something. Now, 
Does anybody here with us today know someone who has a park named after them without putting any money up for it? Well, dad, through his own initiative, took care of the local park that I even used as a kid. He did that for years. So in appreciation, the Homeowners Association named the park after him, the John Arzoro Park. And that was cool. It was a nice honor for dad. We have pictures of, of our family with dad by the sign. But dad could be a bit stubborn. After a few years, he didn't really care for the rules they had on who could use the park. So he went Rosa Parks on them, and he had them take down the sign. He took a stand. He wasn't going to be associated with that park anymore. I'm kind of proud of my dad for that. Dad's children and grandchildren and others close to him care for him and will miss him. And that's a wonderful legacy for him. So that's what I said. I was glad that I did. It felt good to to share my thoughts about him. But, but what happened after that was important. The priest at the church gave an incredible sermon speaking about my father. Now, I felt like he was talking to the children, but his message was, was broader than that. You know, he mentioned the strength of my dad, and, and actually, before my dad passed, he didn't eat for the last seven days. And it was a, it was a beautiful tribute to him. He talked about a lot of things, but there was a part of his talk that huh, it just really s- stuck with me. And he he spoke about how there are people that are they're giants in your life. And for most people, they're their parents and how they impact you. Maybe they're your grandparents. Maybe it's somebody else. And man, it's true. My dad has been with me my whole life. He's always, he's always been there. And I've lived at home since I was 18. But he and my mom created this family that I'm a part of, my siblings, and all of our children and their children. And it still goes on. If I spent 35 years living in Minnesota. And you know, most of the time I had my own house. <laughs> I would shovel my driveway, even in our last house. Now we had this unnecessarily long driveway to be shoveling. I kind of noticed that basically nobody else in the neighborhood would shovel their lawn or excuse me, shovel the driveway. But I would do it in part out of some sort of a demonstration to my dad. And I would do this. I'm being quite serious about this. I always thought he worked hard growing up. Well, you know what? I'm going to prove to dad that I work hard too. I'll shovel my driveway. And I cut my lawn I cut my lawn longer than I needed to as well. It gets hot there in the summer. And the truth is that if my dad had been there at the time, dad would have said, why don't you get somebody to uh, plow your drive? I don't see any of the neighbors doing this, right? But I wanted him to know that I worked hard too. So this uh, speech, this sermon just uh, really hit me. And my sister-in-law, my brother's wife, as we were driving back, she, she said too, how, what, what, a, what a wonderful sermon it was. Now, unfortunately, I had to leave that night. We actually had this vacation that we had been planning for a year, had a wonderful vacation, but I had to leave town. And so I was not able to stay for the interment for my dad the next day. My dad had served in Korea and Vietnam. He did 20 years in the army as an MP, military policeman. And yes, dad was an escort for Elvis one day, a wonderful part of his story. Anyways, at the service, they did a three-gun salute. And they played taps for dad. You know, those, those long, somber notes, hearing them from my dad. 
My sister-in-law took a video of it and I watched it twice. I really can't watch it. It's, it's too powerful. But we had a nice vacation. It was a good time. And I'm back doing my thing now, right? With the family and work and all that. But I, I do stop every, every once in a while. I just think, yeah, my dad is still with me. And it's nice to feel that way. <laughs> 